Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Couch Talk, delivered by the Empowerment Portal, the number one platform that helps individuals and teams being energized, empowered, and engaged so that they can perform at an optimal level. This podcast will cover relevant topics that address current challenges, such as remote working and how to increase your organization's productivity, leadership skills, team culture, and performance. Hello, Cliff, and welcome to the other side of the conversation around remote working and the um, the challenges that we're facing as organizations today. And uh, certainly like to get your take on um, the what's happening and how uh, we're working through all of the challenges. I wanted to start with the um, the benefits of separation, um, how we had before COVID, the office environment, the home environment, and what the benefits are of that, having that separation in place in your work environment of the at the sample group. Yes, um, well, thank you, Sharon. I'm delighted to talk about this. It's, it seems so long uh, since this happened, it's almost hard to remember, but I can easily remember it because um, when you show up at work, it, it, it is, you walk through a door, you're going into a different place than you were at home um, and you have to drive to and from the office. In most cases, certainly all of my team do. And so that separation helps with uh, gearing up for work and uh, also gearing down, if that's the right word, and uh, getting ready for being at home. Uh, that's one of the things I, I can remember. Um, but being in the office, um, the, the co-location and just being together uh, is is so useful. I, I'm in a situation where I have an office with a door. My team are in an area where it's a, an open environment. So um, all they have to do is come into my office and uh, I just go out and ask them if I have a question. And uh, often you might be going to get some water or coffee or whatever it might be, and you've run into someone. All those things are, are things of the kind of of the past right now. And we might talk in a minute about how you how you um, compensate for that. But uh, it was just so easy. Um, and you have many people remembering things. Someone might have a birthday. And so there's a bit of a celebration. Um, there's just so many benefits of that se separation where you can focus on the work environment and uh, um, do what you need to do. And equally, when you go home, people can say, right, I'm done now. Um, although, mm. although that's not always the case. But the separation of the environment, I think, is... Is, is quite helpful. Okay, and so what are we dealing with now? Um, now that we've got this different approach um, where we are working remotely from uh, our homes, how is that working with your teams and um, the group energy around all of that? Uh, well, everybody, I think, uh, in, globally who's, who's had this transition to remote work, working has had their own way of dealing with it. and. Um, what I've seen is it's very much dependent on individual circumstances. So there are people on my team who are like me, living with their um, other half. I live here with my, my wife and we don't have um, any childcare or, or elder care to be concerned about. Um, so that makes life a little easier. Um, the, uh, the challenges I have seen are for people who have um, perhaps, you know, there's a couple, both are working, both are remote working, they have young children, uh, they might be living in, a, in an apartment that doesn't have 
that has enough bedrooms and a, a, a common living area, but certainly not enough, uh, wasn't designed for remote working. So they're, they're really having a, a tough time as to who gets to use which room for conference calls mm. and so on. Um, and it's been a real challenge. Um, and I, I, think, I think I've heard from some of my friends elsewhere that some managers, some companies are not being so understanding. I think many have become much more understanding about that uh, situation. That if, if the cat walks across or if, if a child runs in the background or, or one of the most common things I find is a delivery. You know, someone's waiting for oh. a delivery and then the doorbell goes and say, oh, wait a minute, I need to get this. You might be in the middle of a meeting, but, uh, you, you know, you sort of had, had to learn to, to, to live with that. Um, so that's one of the things in the flow. Um, but I think, you know, what I was saying about driving to and from work, that is no longer physically there. And so you get up and you might be in the same room as where you're doing your conference calls, because that's where that's that's the room that you have in your in your house. And so there is no separation in that regard. And it's very hard to draw lines um, between working and not working. And people can, I've had people on my team who felt like they're failing because they're unable to get everything done during the day. And they're also unable to get done in the evening. So there, those are just some, I mean, that's just scratching the surface really, I would say, of what I've seen. Um, and then some of the, the compensation um, that you're making, that that um, what you're doing to help compensate for the challenges um, of that yeah. integration that you're facing. Yeah. Um, well, the uh, what we try to do is um, make sure we have a daily check-in just for 15, 20 minutes, just for everyone to say, how are you doing? How's the family? Are you all well? Which sort of substitutes that um, ability of stepping out of your office or going to the uh, the uh, the kitchen or something to get a cup of tea. Um, so it, it sort of helps to substitute for that. It's by no means a complete replication, but it does enable people. You sort of got this time every day when all you're going to do is have a little social chat. And as a manager, I may be able to pick up on signals during that. You know, someone maybe be a bit quieter than they were the day before or be a bit more excited or, or not show up uh, for whatever reason. Um, and so it, it and, and then the team can see one another as well because they, they were co-located and, you know, there's sometimes a bit of banter, sometimes it's quiet, you know, just chatting and uh, they can't have that. So um, in, in the same way. So it helps to substitute that. So that's one thing that, uh, that I've done. I make a point of uh, being in touch with my team every day a call just for the even you know they may have something they need to call me about um and th this is a, aside from formal business just a call how are things what's on your mind what do you need um i found <laughs> that just saying how are you and what do you need those are two things that just open up and there may be nothing i can do but i get a better insight into what uh people are dealing with and i've learned that um i'm in less control if I thought I was in control, I'm even in less control now of what's going on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's that's been a bizarre uh, experience, and uh, so those are some of the things that uh, that I've done. We've also, as a company, we've taken an approach to limit. We've learned that um, Zoom meetings are quite tiring. Um, I think everyone's learned that, and so we've limited the number of meetings. 
we've uh, said unless there's some emergency uh, Friday, do not have formal Zoom meetings, um, just so people can can catch up on other stuff. Um, and then we've been quite relaxed about interruptions. You know, when someone's, as I say, if their cat walks in or uh, you know a child comes in screaming, um, we've learned to be quite quite cool about that and uh, other interruptions that, that just happen at home. So, but that's, that's easy for, well, it's easy, you know, as a manager, I, I feel like I've become relaxed about that. My team might feel differently, but I think they, and even I, when I'm on, uh, you know, meetings with my boss and the broader team, you sort of wonder, you wonder, are they, do they think I'm doing what I need to be doing? Um, and so there is this, always this question of, am I doing what I need to be doing? Is it, Am I working hard enough? Am I showing what I need to do? Which you can't convey in the same way over a Zoom call. Are you um, are you getting overwork? Yes. Oh, for sure, for sure. If I've had to deal with people's work ethic, it's uh, it's it's really been that they're really trying to overdo things um, and help to reprioritize some things um, and, and compensate compensate for all those distractions that are occurring yes. during the day by extending their hours of work. Well, they are. And I must say that um, uh, even before COVID, people that have, uh, you know, family life, they, they may leave the office a little earlier to pick up children from school, uh, say three or four in the afternoon, something like that, uh, to do the school run. And then they'll have a couple of hours when they're really busy with, uh, with family. And then they'll be back online. You know, I see them online sometimes, seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock in the evening. Um, but in a way, in the old in the old environment, that was more by choice, and you could segment that time, even though it wasn't necessarily the healthiest thing always. Uh, but now, um, it, I see people trying to do thing all things all the time, and so trying to replicate that. Look, it's okay to be offline and unavailable, but just let me know. Um, that's been the, the 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 approach that I've tried to to use. And, uh, you know, if I happen to send something on email at 10 at night or sometime early in the morning, doesn't mean I expect you to answer it straight away. It just happens to fit my lifestyle. You know, I get up early and go for a cycle ride. I might pick up an email and just think, OK, I'm going to reply now. So it's off my list. Um, and, you know, let, let people handle that. So I, I do think that um, that compensation is, is is important, the compensation of of being intensely involved all day it's hard for people to do though it is hard for people to do and um, resources to help them do that is one of the the key elements yeah. <laughs> have you um, heard of learned of any other resources out there that would help your your employees your staff um, you know through these challenges that they're facing in their integration well life? you know I've, I've used Google quite a lot to to look for different ideas um, but uh, it would be I think what would be really helpful um, would be if I could say to my team, look, here's this one place and you can you can look in there and find what you need. You know, maybe someone is uh, stressed out because their spouse, their partner has just lost a job or their child has, uh, I don't know, gone through some crisis or other um, or, you know, perhaps their parents are unwell or, or a relative is, is seriously unwell. They may need some help and support. Um, so that, you know, there may be some mental well-being resource, which I, I can't give um, with the best will in the world. Uh, or they may have um, they may have a need to to work through some 
some challenges around prioritization, and I may or may not be able to help with that or be there available. But having something online that they can turn to, I think would be really, really helpful because they'll they'll need it when they need it, not necessarily when I or someone else is, is available. Um, so I have found a few things, but uh, sending links all over the place, it's like it gets, gets a bit crazy for people to keep track. Well, and, and that just causes more distractions, right? So it does, yes. having a resource that's in a single place um, with all of that available in whatever way format each individual in the team needs um, is uh, an important aspect. Of, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I used to consider myself, always consider myself as a manager. Part of my role is to be um, someone who can help give access to resources or direct people and say, well, go and talk with Mary about that or talk with, uh, you know, Joanna about that or whatever it might be. But, you know, the disintermediation of our situation means that it, it would be helpful to have something that's that's more available, I think. And, and that would, I would be very happy with with that. Uh, you know, I, don't <laughs> the person. I just want to make sure it gets, gets done. Right. So I just want to summarize here. There's no more separation. Um, yeah. There is a value to integrate um, and have that integration element uh, in place and um, serving the whole human needs, a resource that actually helps. Um, yes. Definitely, um, you know, what we're talking about today, the empowerment portal, um, Thanks for joining us, and thank you, Cliff, for your um, contribution here. It's been really helpful to uh, get us going. <laughs> and uh, come on back, uh, folks, next week for our next Couch Talk. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you to our amazing guests. To hear more from changemakers, industry and thought leaders sharing their best practices, journeys and stories, subscribe to the weekly Couch Talks. And if you'd like to find out more about our memberships and consulting services we offer for individuals, teams and organizations to help build up workforce resilience, increase productivity and organizational growth, then connect with us through our website www.theempowermentportal.com and book a complimentary call with us.